Welcome to the Main Street to the World podcast, your passport to boundless travel inspiration and adventure. Brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel, our podcast takes you on an exhilarating journey through a world of destinations and experiences. From the enchantment of Disney destinations and the thrills of Universal Studios parks and resorts, to the elegance of luxury travel and the tranquility of all-inclusive beach resorts. We delve into the diverse realms of travel. Join us as we explore the globe, sharing insights on theme park vacations, cruising, destination weddings, family travel, special needs travel, and so much more. Let your wanderlust be ignited and your horizons expanded as we unlock the treasures of travel together. And the hosts of the podcast are... Hi everyone, I'm April. I'm one of the owners of Coasters and Castles Travel and I love talking with you every week to tell you about our travel experiences and our opinions and recommendations. And I'm the proud mom of two kids that uh, love to travel with me. And hey everybody, I'm Whitney Maddox. Um, I have been a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles for seven years now. And um, I'm a homeschooling mom of two girls, so I always love to incorporate all that when we are in our travels. And we try to get down to Disney and other places every few months here and uh, keep all the good content coming to you so we can keep you updated on everything going on. And I'm Lynn. I'm the other owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. And I'm uh, kind of taking over the travel bug from my dad. My dad loved to travel. And never expected to be doing this in my life but this is where my path has has brought me we are you know exploring the world at this point now we started with areas we knew and checking out new destinations all the time and and happy to share that welcome back to the main street to the world podcast we do want to thank you for those likes shares and subscriptions and of course don't forget to watch the youtube channel on Main Street to the World. April's got some great videos up there. And we have the blog at Main Street to the World. And don't forget our Facebook page at Main Street to the World as well. So it's just April and I tonight because April is the only one of us that has been able to go to Boobash. So we are talking all things Boobash tonight. And so what I think we'll do is probably compare some of it to the prior Halloween parties and to prior after hours events because we have done both of those. So <clears throat> I think that would be kind of a good way to, to chat about it. So April, you went on opening night of Boobash. I did. And so I was really excited because I love the Halloween party. And of course, like everyone else, I was disappointed that Mickey's not so scary. Halloween party wasn't going to be happening this year. But when they announced that Disney's After Hours Boobash was going to be happening, of course, I had to try it. And it worked out that we had already planned to be there that week. So we were able to get tickets for opening night. And so what that means is now it, it's a combination of the two. There definitely was a taste of both. Um, the difference was that the Boobash it opened um, on August 10th. And the event was from 9.30 to 12.30 a.m. So it's just a three-hour event. Some of the events are running 9 o'clock to midnight, and then some are 9.30 to 12.30. Um, and so we had the 9.30 to 12.30. When you have a party ticket, you do not have to have a park reservation for Magic Kingdom, and you do not need a regular day ticket for Magic Kingdom. With the party ticket, you can get into Magic Kingdom at 7 p.m. 
whether it's the 9 or 9.30 start. Um, So that's a nice thing, and that can save you some depending on your trip. Uh, However, nothing with the party started prior to the party start time. So at 7 o'clock, it was just Magic Kingdom normal, where you can, you know, go in the stores, ride the attractions, get normal food. Um, None of the party festivities started prior to 9.30. So that was... uh, you know, similar but different. The other traditional Mickey Not So Scaries would run seven o'clock to midnight, and usually you could get into the park, I think, like at four. Um, so similar philosophy between the two. But okay. and we've done um, we've done an after hours event as well. Um, so this was kind of a hybrid between uh, a Halloween party and an after hours event. Um, so we call it. She's calling it a party, but I wouldn't necessarily say. It's not a traditional party like you used to. It's not. So some of the big differences were that there was not a traditional boo to you Halloween parade and there were no Halloween fireworks. So it was two hours shorter and then it was missing those two pieces. However, the rest of it was fairly similar. You don't have the character meet and greets. So that's an unfortunate thing. So no autographs. However, they did have some special characters in the park and they did have character cavalcades. And honestly, the cavalcades were like small parades because, you know, during the day, you don't know necessarily when a cavalcade is going to appear, although you can look at the app and get an idea of what time they're coming. Um, for the Boobash map, it did last specific, did list specifically what time the parades, the cavalcades were going to be going by. So you did have people lining up and it went from Frontierland to uh, Main Street, just like a traditional parade would. And um, and the cavalcades, they had uh, four cavalcades. So there was Mickey and Friends, Disney Villains, which did the Good to Be Bad song from the Boo to You Parade. So I loved that. Um, Jack's Nightmare Cavalcade, which was Jack and Sally and Oogie Boogie. And then Maleficent as the Dragon came out. Oh, fun. So, yeah. So, you know, of course, I love Maleficent and I love the dragon. The dragon is so amazing. Um, and so it lists in the in the map what time they were coming. And they were all fairly sequential. So, like, Mickey's cavalcade started at 9.55. And then there was a space that the villains came out at 10.30. Jack came out at 10.40. And Maleficent came out at 10.50. And each cavalcade made two appearances during the night. So we did miss the Mickey cavalcade both times. But we did catch the other three. Um, they did have the cadaver dance performing, which we didn't see them either. And they had a dance party on the Rocket Tower Plaza stage in Tomorrowland. So that's normal for what they do for parties, too. So you definitely had that. And then they did have characters that were staged in the park. So I know that they had Chip and Dale dressed in costume. And they were in Frontierland. They had... Um, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Rue in front of Crystal Palace, dressed up in their costumes. Then they, we, we did catch, and they were really cute. And then in front of the Haunted Mansion, they had a couple of the ghosts. So they had Broom the Butler out. <coughs> they did have Madame Leota and Madame Renata out and honestly i i have to admit i'm not sure the difference between leota and renata to tell you which one i saw or if i didn't see both i'm not totally sure uh but i did see them because you know the haunted mansion was all in the spooky lights with the fog around so we had to ride haunted mansion because that's like a halloween party staple you have to and they were and wonderful. It's your favorite ride in magic it, kingdom it's my favorite ride but you know you've got to do it in 
the, the, for the Halloween party. So that was nice that they still had that. So there were a lot of similarities between the two events. I wish that the event was longer than three hours because, again, I felt like there were things we missed. We missed, you know, the Mickey's Cavalcade and we did miss some of the character sighting. Um, so that was a downside. My son did go on some of the attractions because they did have a lower wait time. Um, I felt overall attendance for the party was less than a traditional Mickey, Mickey's Not So Scary party. So, you know, from two years ago, the last time we attended that, like, oh, my goodness, that was two years ago. Um, it was the party was very busy. You know, it definitely had been busier the previous years. And this was closer to an after hours party capacity. Like it really wasn't that busy. Ride times, um, I think Seven Dwarves was like the longest ride time with like 30 minutes. Space Mountain was like 20 minutes and everything else was under that. Um, So, you know, you could, my my son definitely enjoyed that. I did the trick-or-treating for him so he could go jump and ride Space Mountain 12 times. Did he legitimately ride it 12 times? No, he did ride it a few times. So 12 is an exaggeration, but he did ride it a few times. He got off and went back on. He got off and went back on. He rode Big Thunder Mountain. I think he rode Splash more than once because you just could. It wasn't busy, especially as the night went on and it got later. Like nobody was riding Splash. Wow. So everything was open except for um, Carousel of Progress and the Hall of Presidents, which the Hall of Presidents is down right now anyway as it's transitioning, but Carousel of Progress wasn't running. Um, and Monsters it's already opened back up again. I don't think it's open. open back up again. Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, really? Uh, we didn't. Yeah, it we opened didn't up see it while we there. July. Oh, okay. Uh, it was not running during the event, and uh, Monsters Laugh Floor was a trick or treat stop. So it was a, a pseudo show where you could go in and we didn't really spend any time in there, but they were doing where they had like the monsters would talk to you as people were coming through and trick-or-treating. So it wasn't like the regular Monsters Laugh Floor sure, show, but they had well, two trick-or-treat stops. Well, easy to keep the chocolate cooler there. Yes. Yes. And I mean, we got, we probably came home with 20 pounds of candy. Um, it was all Mars brand candy. So we got Milky Ways, tons of Snickers. Um, Starburst, Skittles, M&M's, Dove bars, uh, Twix bars. So a lot of the traditional that you get. And they were giving out handfuls. So they were very generous with the candy. Yeah. And there were probably, I'd say maybe 10 trick or treat spots. We found that there were a couple of spots that weren't listed on the map. Like one of them, there was down by the train station in Fantasyland. They had a trick or treat spot there, but it wasn't listed on the map as a trick or treat spot. Huh. So we just happened to see because they have those inflatable light up pylons that stand up, you know, that are orange and yellow that say trick or treat. So you look for those. And so we went for them. So there was one. And then I think there was one in um, maybe Fantasyland that wasn't on the map as well. So I wonder if maybe those two had the allergy free candy. Well, they all do the allergy. So what happens? And that that's actually so there's two trick or treat bags. You get a traditional bag. Um, and then they have one that's a teal color that's for the allergy bag. And all of the trick-or-treat stops had both bags. And also, um, when you first enter into Magic Kingdom, you can get a bag. And they had a, a bag spot in um, Tomorrowland near um, where Stitch's Great Escape used to be. So in that area, you could get a trick-or-treat bag as well, as well as get a wristband. So, sorry, I'm going to back up and then I'll go forward. So you did get the traditional wristbands that you would get for the party as well. So that way, um, once the park closed at 9, and then the party started at 9.30. So that was a nice thing to try to separate the crowd a little bit. And they were absolutely checking 
at the trick-or-treat spots, at the attractions, anywhere you went, even going in the stores, if the people entering had a band on or not. I didn't see anybody turned away, so I assume everybody was playing nice, but um, they were checking for those things because it was just supposed to be for partygoers. But so for the allergy bags, what happens if you go to the trick-or-treat spot and you have an allergy? They give you uh, like a little um, plastic coin at each trick-or-treat spot. And then in Liberty Square, um, for anyone that's been, it's like behind Sleepy Hollow, um, the Sleepy Hollow refreshment stand, under where they would do the Muppets performances. In that storefront, you can go in there and you trade your coin in for an allergy-free snack. And they had several choices. Like, you know, they had some gummies. They had, I I think, I was trying to look for a list quickly, but uh, I don't see the list. But they did have... I'd say probably eight or nine different things you could choose from. So for each coin, you could get an allergy-free snack. So they do try to be sensitive. So that way the kids could still feel like they're trick-or-treating at the stops and don't feel like, oh, they just go to this one store and get their stuff. Um, but then they weren't being having a risk of running into something that would cause a problem. Um, and then, yeah, so that's something nice that they try to do. Um, and I, I actually did get one of the allergy bags because the allergy bag said boobash on it which I loved. Um, the regular bags did not. So little FYI uh, on that too. Um, was interesting. So did Pooh get a Pooh Bash bag? He did not get one of those bags. So anyone that doesn't know, my son's nickname is Boo. And he was very excited to attend an event named after him. And he was really looking forward to getting something, you know, buying a souvenir that said Boo on it, Boo Bash. There was no Boo Bash merchandise whatsoever. So that was a disappointment. Um, for the Halloween parties, for the after hours party, they did bring into Magic Kingdom on Monday. So the day before all the Halloween merchandise. So all the shirts and jerseys and pins and candy and everything Halloween was in Magic Kingdom on Monday and people were going crazy for it. Um, you know, they had tons of new spirit jerseys. They had an Oogie Boogie spirit jersey, which of course my daughter had to have in an Oogie Boogie lounge fly that glows in the dark. They had a Hocus Pocus spirit jersey. Um, they had tons of Hocus Pocus things. I actually got a little um, glass picture of Binks the Cat from Hocus Pocus. That's like a little water pitcher. Um, that's cute. And they had a, a villain's candle, you know, with a um, words are not working for me, you know, with the artificial candle in it um, that you can light up as a uh, glass cylinder with villain silhouettes on the outside so i did get that too because of course it's villains but they had no boobash merchandise nothing at all um so on the map it promotes the halloween merchandise because you can go in the emporium to get it mickey's star traders in tomorrowland and both of those locations had halloween merchandise and then the map also recommended to go to memento mori which is the store by haunted mansion that sells haunted mansion items and it had the same Haunted Mansion items, nothing different or significant for the party. Um, so that was unfortunate. I get it with COVID and, you know, not really knowing probably what was going to be happening with the event. It's tough to pre-order a bunch of stuff that you might get stuck with. Um, but it was too bad. So it is what it is. We did get Halloween stuff. So we certainly contributed to the Disney economy, but um, not to the extent I was hoping for. And, you know, my son was definitely disappointed that there was nothing boo. Um, it is what it is. He could have had a boobash bag. He could have had a boobash bag, but that, I don't think that would have been quite as exciting. He was open for like a boo, uh, 
spirit jersey or something. Or something. Yes. Yeah. He did end up totally off topic, but he ended up getting a Star Wars spirit jersey because it had it said Naboo on it, which is one of the planets. Uh, so it's N A B O O. And and it is it's a nice looking jersey jersey. It's got nice colors, but he liked that because at least it's boo. And then his joke is like he could ask for something and my response could be Naboo, like as in like no boo. Um because he's boo. <laughs> so yes. So he thought that was like a funny thing that I could say Naboo to anything that he might potentially ask for. But uh-huh. yes, so he did get that. Um to make up for the lack of Boobash merchandise. Today's Main Streets of the World episode is proudly brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel. Ready to bring your travel dreams to life? Look no further. Coasters and Castles Travel is your ultimate full-service agency, specializing in a wide range of travel experiences. From Disney destinations and Universal Studios parks and resorts, to cruises, ocean, river, expedition, and luxury. All-inclusive resort vacations, luxury escapes, European adventures, destination weddings, group travel, special needs travel, adult-only getaways, and of course, family adventures. Our team of expert travel advisors is here to craft the perfect journey for you. Whether you're seeking thrilling theme park experiences or luxurious cruises, every detail will be tailored to perfection. And if the world of travel planning beckons you. Coasters and Castles Travel is currently welcoming applications for travel advisors. For more details, explore www.travelcnc.com or reach out via email at info at travelcnc.com. Now let's dive back into the excitement. So um, let's do our message from our sponsor a little earlier than we normally do because I don't think this is going to be um, a full hour episode. So you guys can get a shorter episode in this time. Um, and then we can talk a little bit about the, the after hours aspect of the event. So we do want to remind you that uh, the Main Street to the World podcast is brought to you by Coasts and Castles Travel which full disclosure, April and I are owners of the agency and we are a full service agency. We do specialize currently in theme park travel, all-inclusive resort travel, uh, ocean and river cruises. And then coming in 2022, we're going to be adding some new specialties. We'll have Europe, destination weddings, and then luxury travel that we'll be having. And uh, so we do have agents who specialize in in various vacations based on their preferences. Um, So if that is something that you're interested in doing, we are accepting applications until the end of September of 2021. And that's the last time we're doing applications for 2021. Um, So, you know, feel free to go to our website at travelcnc.com, go to the about us page and then join us. And then you'll find some information on there for the next steps. Um, and then if you have questions, you can message us at info at travelcnc.com. That's our in- email address. Uh, we can also be called at 844-422-8785. And then if you are looking for a travel advisor, 
our advisors are definitely taking new clients. And you can go to our website at travelcnc.com. There is a red button that says get started planning now. And you just click on that. You choose the advisor's name you want. Or if you're not sure, just put on there that you'd like us to choose for you. And then we'll reach out to you and uh, match you up with an advisor that we feel would be great for you. So you can also reach out to us at that same email address, info at travelcnc.com, or call us at our toll-free number, 844-422-8785. So now back to the show. So let's talk about the after-hours aspect of the event. So I think probably the biggest correlation with an after-hours party was food. And so one nice thing about after-hours parties, if you are at them in the evening, is that you have unlimited uh, Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, and water bottle options. So you can go and drink yourself silly. They have single-serve popcorn, as well as Mickey Premium ice cream bars, Mickey Premium sandwiches, and the frozen strawberry bars. So you can go as many times as you like. You can go back to the same stand. Uh, We ended up with quite a bit. (laughs) We did have ice cream, but we didn't take any ice cream home with us because we didn't have a freezer. But we did take some popcorn back and definitely drinks to get us through the week. Um, So that was nice. So between that and the candy, we um, did pretty well on refreshment. Um, And then we also did try, they did have some specialty snacks that were available for purchase for the event. There were four drinks and two food items. And I'm going to leave my favorite thing for the last thing that I talk about because um, it sounds a little strange, but it was actually pretty good. And so over in Frontierland at the Golden Oak Outpost, they had the mocha chocolate chip frozen drink, which I honestly didn't try because I didn't like mocha, but uh, my mom and my daughter both liked that, which is frozen mocha topped with whipped cream, chocolate chips, and it had a sugar acorn on it. And then also there, you could get an apple ginger dale frozen drink, which was frozen apple cider mixed with ginger ale, topped with whipped cream, and a broken up Twix bar on top. So now one thing, uh, I'll talk about them, but one thing I didn't catch when I first read these, and afterwards, I think it was like the next day my daughter mentioned it, is it was funny because these drinks were Chip and Dale, and I didn't get that. So that's why they had the two drinks there, and they had Chip and Dale in Frontierland because it was a mocha chocolate chip drink and the apple ginger Dale drink. Totally didn't get that. that I didn't get it now. No, it had to be explained to me. Um, So as I said, I didn't try the mocha drink, but that was okay. They both liked that. The apple ginger dale drink was different. The ginger ale, I think, was a little flat. I don't know if that was a good or a bad thing. Um, And so it it wasn't bad. I mean, we drank most of it, um, but it was a little different. The Twix bar on top, I don't really know what the Twix bar had to do with the drink, honestly. Like, I like Twix bars, so it was fine. Like, I'm good with Twix bar and whipped cream because that's what it turned out to be. Um, But I have no idea how that really related to the apple ginger ale. So the two mix, I don't think that's something I would mix on my own because, I don't know, it just didn't mix that well and it was a little flat, but it wasn't bad. Then um, there was a Maleficent churro, which was at the Main Street Snack Carts. And that was a churro covered with chocolate cookie crumbles, drizzled with purple icing, and topped with purple and green sprinkles. And that was okay. I mean, it tasted like, you know, a, a churro dipped in Oreo crumbs. So it was fine. I mean, it, you know, there wasn't anything exceptional to it. It was good for a churro. Um, one disappointment was the uh, 
foolish mortal funnel cake. Now, this is something that I was excited about. I love Haunted Mansion anyway. But So they had this at Sleepy Hollow in Liberty Square, which was a funnel cake topped with Oreo crumbles, purple-colored vanilla ice cream, a Ugh. green drizzle frosting, and M&M's sprinkled on it. Well, they called it M&M's ghoul mix. And this was disappointing. Uh, unfortunately, the ice cream that we got, I don't know if it wasn't mixed right or what, but the ice cream was grainy. Like it wasn't a smooth ice cream. Like you literally had grains of whatever in the ice cream. So yeah. we didn't really like the it's ice probably cream. Probably a Haagen-Dazs ice cream. I don't know. It was it was really grainy. Like I'm I'm not sure what makes that effect. So I can't really say more than that. But it was just grainy. Like you had bits of sand in the ice cream type grainy. Yeah. Um, and then the funnel cake was fine. Ours was really covered with chocolate crumbles. So it was like a little bit too much. I felt, and it was dark, so you couldn't really see much of what was happening, but, but it was okay. So I had higher hopes for it. I thought it would be, because I love funnel cakes, I thought it would be really great, and it was okay. I've talked to other people that have liked it, so maybe it was just ours that wasn't fabulous. I don't know. Um, and then probably the second runner-up for better was the Prince John Sucker frozen drink that was sold at Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies, which is in Tomorrowland. And this was different, but it actually wasn't bad. It's a tart apple lemonade slush that was topped with a ring pop. So the ring pop lollipops had a whole one just sticking in it, which it was just kind of a thing. It didn't contribute to the drink at all, but my daughter enjoyed that. Um, but the slush actually was pretty good. It wasn't that tart. Like, I don't really like like a strong like green apple taste. And it wasn't. Well, I love tart green apple uh, i love that but, you'd probably like this but, it wasn't it wasn't bad like it wasn't overpowering tart it was like nice it was a refreshing tart if that makes any I just sense can't picture it with lemonade yeah no i mean it it worked like the apple and lemon it, it did work um it was more apple than i'd say lemon i don't think i really remember tasting lemon that much but again i don't like green apple but i had you know several sips of it it was a nice drink and then it had it did have whipped cream on top too which of course you have to have whipped cream um, so I like whipped cream and <laughs> never enough whipped cream, but I know you're not, you're not a, um, can whipped cream girl, but I'm not a, even a homemade whipped cream girl. I love homemade whipped cream. That I'd is rather have cool whip. Yeah. yeah. I'll take that as a last resort or if it's mixed with something, then cool whip. I don't mind much. Yeah. No. Cause whipped cream, I can taste the milk fat in it. It uh, just it, it like coats the top roof of my mouth and it skews me out. Yeah. No. Well, this had that, so I could eat the whipped cream and you can have the drink, so we could do that. But our favorite thing, and this is going to sound really weird, but it worked. It's called the Five Dozen Egg Slushy. So this was a frozen custard topped with brown sugar, whipped cream, and garnished with a cinnamon stick. So if anyone likes old-fashioned bread pudding, cinnamon bread pudding, that's what this tasted. It tasted like frozen bread pudding. Of course, no bread in it, but... I, I make bread pudding and my family tends to enjoy it and I definitely enjoy it too. And so that's what the kids kept saying is like, it tasted like my bread pudding. It really worked like as bizarre as it kind of sounds like it was good. My daughter was saying that she wished they sold it all during the year, <laughs> like not just for the Halloween party. She wanted it all the time. Uh, it was definitely very a fall flavor because of the cinnamon and that. Um, but it was refreshing and it was, um, you know, kind of, not quite the consistency of like a milkshake. It was definitely thinner than that. Um, but it was it was yummy. It was really a good treat. So that's one that I would go back for and have again. 
Huh. Yeah, it was unusual. And that was like the second drink we got. So because that one is in Fantasyland at Storybook Treats. So definitely if you're going, definitely try the five dozen egg. And definitely I would recommend the Prince John sucker drink. I think that was good. The other ones, you know, you can give it a try. I'd love to hear if someone has a better experience with their funnel cake. If I was going to the party again, I'd try it again just to be hopeful. I mean, M&Ms are fine. The whipped cream was fine. Just the ice cream kind of failed um, for whatever reason. So those were the only specialty treats. I think they all averaged around $6 a piece. Um, The funnel cake might have been closer to like eight. I apologize. I don't know those prices off the top of my head. And they're not listed. Uh, you never know. They could change during the season anyway. So. They absolutely could. So don't swear by that. But it's going to be, you know, between the 5 and $10 price range. So probably I'd safe to say the 6 to $10 price range. Because I think the drinks were like five ninety nine, But definitely it could change. Who knows? Um, I'm not really sure how much the churros were. But, but we had to try them. And that was fun. And I will have a YouTube video of everything too. And hopefully you can see. Because it was so dark in the park. Um but hopefully you can see us trying those as well and you'll see pictures of them. So we do have some tips if you do go. Um, one, you want to bring some of the gallon size Ziploc bags so that you can put some pop- your leftover popcorn in there so you can have it for later in the week. And it does hold well. If you get it in a Ziploc bag, it does hold well. Um, if it's, you know, it might not the other way, but, you know, I mean, if you put it in there, it will. Um, and then try to have something that you feel like you can hold a good amount of bottles of liquid because you can, you know, grab extra and that can save you some money for the rest of your vacation in, you know, the purchase of sodas and water. So, um, but you'd also don't want to overload one person carrying 30 bottles of, of beverage. No, but if you have a stroller or like me, my mother was the sacrificial lamb because she had the scooter. So she got all of the bags of the candy and sodas and popcorn. <laughs> we just loaded the scooter up and that worked out very yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, you know, try to plan accordingly so you really can take advantage uh, and, and make the most out of this because you might as well bring home as much as you can. Um, as, this is going to be sound a little weird, but maybe don't eat dinner that day so you can fill up on ice cream. <laughs> You know what I mean? The free ice creams, the Mickey ice cream bars and, and um, ice cream sandwiches because, you know, I mean, it is, you know, definitely a way to, to kind of get your money's worth. Um, so any last thoughts on that before we talk a little bit about the Disney's very merriest after hours? Uh, well, just a couple of final notes. I mean, they did have fun Halloween music playing during the park. They did have special lighting. They had like projections on the ground in different areas in the park. The castle was lit up uh, with special lighting. And so, you know, they did try to make it fun to see. So that was exciting. The trick-or-treating, you can go back. If you want to go in circles at the same trick-or-treating stop, you are absolutely welcome to do that. There's no limit. It's not like one time through and you're done. Um, They don't cut you off. So I, I say absolutely, if you're going, go with a plan. And because it's only three hours, don't try to zigzag, like start on one side of the park and work a full circle to the other, like try to keep it, you know, making sense, because if you're trying to zigzag to the park, you're really going to miss more. Um, And then, you know, pay attention to what time the the cavalcades are going to be, because you definitely want to see them. They were great. And they were like the like the floats that they used in the other parades. 
Um, but they just had the characters there. So it was really fun to see them. And um, I think if you go with kind of a strategy and figure out, okay, what are the priority rides that you want to jump on? Um, like for me, riding the attractions wasn't a priority during that time other than getting on Haunted Mansion. Um, just because I wanted to be sure to try to hit the spots. And for us, it was important to try to get to the snack spots. And I definitely wanted the trick-or-treating. I know, um, and just to note with the trick-or-treating too, I'm not sure how the Orlando airport is with Halloween candy this year. I know in previous years, they've been scrutinizing Halloween candy quite a bit, especially if they're in your um, carry-on bags. So that's something to be mindful of just to double check to see what their rules are because you don't want to be stuck there while they're checking like every piece of candy that has happened. Or even bring like a cooler bag with some, um, even if you get those punchable um, first aid ice packs, you can put that in there to if you're going in it's still a warm time and then you can put it in your checked bag. Mm-hmm. That way, you, you know, you can make sure they don't completely melt in there. But at the same time, you don't have to worry about being, um, you know, overly checked. Right, right. I remember um, in 2019, that was a problem with the Halloween parties is they were being TSA was being very methodical with how they were checking all the trick or treat candy that was coming through. Because I know we have an issue. Lynn always has M&Ms on the flights and M&Ms will set off the scanners sometimes for whatever ungodly reason. I don't know. Um, and so you do get M&Ms, they peanut M&Ms and regular M&Ms that they were giving out. So that can contribute to it. I don't know, but something to be mindful of, but you've got to watch your weight too, because as you said, we probably got 20 pounds of candy. So that in a checked bag, (laughs) there goes your like space for your clothes. (laughs) If all your weight is candy. So, yeah. So just one of those things to think about, um, you know, going forward and, and, and doing that, that, that party. Um, so yeah, there's definitely, you can really take advantage of it. Obviously if you, you know, get the soda bottles and the water bottles, you know, you can't bring those home. So I would think about how many you can actually use while you're there. Mm-hmm. If your family mm-hmm. tends to do like two bottles a day, you know what I mean? Per person, then maybe plan it that way. Um, you know, and, it, and, and look at how many days you have left of your vacation. If right. you're driving like April was, have at it. Have at, and, and we did. We, you know, I drove because it was our family. So my mom, my kids, and then my brother, his wife and their daughter. So we brought home drinks for them too. And we brought them home some popcorn. Um, so that way they could share because it was just too late for my niece to be able to attend the event. So it wasn't worth them paying for it. Um, so I wanted to share. And again, you know, the tickets weren't inexpensive. They were a higher ticket price than traditional um, Halloween parties. So we, we got our share of them. We definitely, that scooter was loaded. <laughs> yeah. So um, at the time we're recording this, the Halloween, I mean, the the Disney's very merriest after hours party or event, however they're calling it, um, is just getting ready to go on sale for the general public. Um, so when you hear this, they will be already on sale. And... Um, I'm going to actually pull up the site and give you the dates for that. Um, but your, your Coasters and Castles travel vacation specialist can certainly assist you in getting these party tickets or event tickets. I don't know what this officially is called. Um, I think it is technically a party. It's an after hours party. It's just kind of a crossover. And I think the Christmas one sounds closer to Mickey's very merry Christmas party than Mickey's not so scary sounded to the boobash, but really? I, I feel like it, yeah. Huh. I mean, because it's going to have the, well, 
we'll get into it. But, but it doesn't have the cookie thing. thing. No mention of the cookies. That's the only thing. So I'm hoping, Disney, if you're listening, we still would love our Christmas cookie. Um, but otherwise, I feel like you've got the other components. Yeah. I mean. So there's a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. This is almost every other day. So the event dates are November 8th, 9th, 11th, 12th, 14th, 16th, 18th, 19th, 21st, 23rd, 28th, and 30th. And then December is 2, 3, 5, 7, 9, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17, 19, and 21. So it's almost every other day, if not, you know what I mean, um, maybe two days in a row. So they're really packing this in. I would say it's probably at least four days a week. Um, and, you know, they always do end early, so they don't go past the 21st of December generally. Um, so they have 24 select nights and... It is going from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Mm. So it does have another hour that you didn't have um, beforehand. And they're not calling it a, a party. They're just calling it Disney's Disney Very Merriest After Hours. Um, and so they will have Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks um, and the special holiday theme parade, Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. And then it says, that's right, a parade. Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse would be joined by pals from Disney's Frozen and many other favorite Disney characters, including the very popular Toy Soldiers. This festive parade, of course, will also feature Santa Claus himself. He usually heads up the rear of that parade. Um, so it's, it's like April mentioned, it's not currently listing the, the cookies, which means it may not have the different eggnog and hot chocolate and and warm cider. I think they had warm cider before. Yeah. Uh, They've had, well, might not have been warm, but like apple juice, apple cider ish type. Yeah. Stop had a different Uh, beverage with the cookie. And the cookie. I don't remember being warm though. Well, it may have been warm just from sitting there. I don't remember it being like, they may have had a hot cider. I don't know. I remember like 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 apple juice. They definitely had hot cocoa. And I know they had like, Um, um, even like a snow cone type ish situation. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that when I did that there but um and so and this is this is very interesting so it says they can also take in some of the iridescent magic that will be part of the world's most magical celebration from the brand new fireworks spectacular disney enchantment to the transformation of cinderella castle into a beacon of magic all in honor of the 50th anniversary of walt disney world resort and yes that means guests could also be able to experience two different and unique fireworks shows in one night so, oh, you know, because for Boo Bash, they did have Happily Ever After at 845 with the park closing at nine. So you could like guests who were coming in for the party could have seen Happily Ever After. They just yeah. didn't have, uh, you know, Halloween fireworks. So I guess that we like a similar premise. Yeah. And they're going to have, um, sorry, oh, holiday attraction overlays. Um, the Jungle Cruise transforms into the Jingle Cruise. The Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor will get a get new jokes perfect for this joyful season. And after the park closes to day guests, event guests can enjoy less time waiting in line for more than 20 attractions, including favorites like Seven Doors Mine Train, The Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Big Thunder Mountain, Railroad, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Peter Pan's Flight, Space Mountain, and more. Uh, sightings of Disney characters throughout the park all dressed in their holiday best. And then while guests are walking down Main Street, USA, they should look up to the sky. They might catch some magical snowfall. In other words, soap. Snope. Soap. 
soap is falling on you. Yes. Um, gets, can dance and boogie the night away at themed club tinsel dance party in Tomorrowland. Guests can enjoy complimentary snacks like ice cream novelties and popcorn, seasonal treats, and select bottled beverages. Oh, so maybe seasonal treats is the keywords. Maybe, maybe they maybe they cookies. will have like the cookies or you know, they did like the little snowman shaped soft pretzels. Come on, Disney. We want our cookies. And then specialty holiday food and drinks will also be available for purchase. There you go, April. You can try new snacks. We'll have to do those. And one thing I didn't do at Boobash that I wish we didn't get any of the special photo pass pictures. We just ran out of time. So yeah. we'll have to try to get the Christmas one. Well, we don't have to worry about trick-or-treating, so. We don't. That cuts down on some of it. But we may have to go cookie hunting. And then it says Disney Photo Pass will offer holiday magic shots throughout the night. So we'll have to do some of that. So we will definitely be sharing stuff on there. Uh, tickets do range from $169 to $229 plus tax for select November, December nights and $249 plus tax on December 19th and 21st. Uh, these event, these dated event tickets do not require additional day theme park tickets or Disney Park Pass theme park reservations. So you can get in... Um, you said it was seven o'clock, right? Yes. Yep. Starting at seven. So you'll be able to enjoy some of that stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, now there is no difference in the ticket price between children and adults. So that is important to note. It's one price for everybody. Um, so they, they are officially on sale August 20th for anyone who does not have a resort reservation. But by the time this airs, it will be past that. Um, but we can definitely help you get that. If that is something that you're interested in, um, and uh, and again, this will be a little dated by the time you get it, but there is um, there is new, a new update for the the facial covering policy at Disney, and that is that if you are in an outdoor queue, it is optional to wear the face covering, the mask. If you are in an indoor uh, um, queue an indoor attraction uh in a resort in a store uh in a restaurant when not actively eating or drinking then you must wear your mask um so that is the most up-to-date stuff we have uh and again by the time this comes this episode airs it will be a little bit older than that so things may have changed again um any other thoughts about the the Christmas one. I'm excited to try it out. I'm disappointed with the pricing. I think it's up there. Um, so, yes, we're still going to try it out because we have to try it out. But I think the pricing is getting up there. And um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see a comparison. I don't know if this is going to be the uh, forecast of things to come, that this is going to be the direction that the future holiday parties are going to be in. Um, maybe. Um, We'll see. But, I, you know, I'm excited about it. I'm hoping for the treats. I think this is going to feel really closer to normal because they've got so many of the features that we're used to from, you know, previous Mickey's Very Merry Christmas parties. I love the parade. I love the soldiers in the parade. They're my favorite. Uh, so I can't wait to see them and can't wait to see the fireworks display and just being back into the middle of that. So I think it's going to be exciting. I know attending the parties previously, the, the holiday party is a great way to put you in the spirit um, and be there and get a little taste of, you know, Christmas magic. So can't wait to do it. Yeah, I haven't done one for several years now. So um, it'll be I'll be excited to see 
what they have. We're going on December 7th. Um, and maybe, depending on how we're up to it that night, because uh, we do have our meeting the next day, so there'll be uh, a fairly early morning, we may do a recording afterwards. So We're not doing a um, recording at 1 in the morning. <laughs> we're we're just gonna shoot that down right now. Sorry, we're gonna set realistic expectations. If the party's until one, that means we're not back into our room until two. We're not recording and then getting up and meeting. Otherwise, we're just not sleeping, which won't be good for anyone coming near me the next day. So that will not be safe for <laughs> any persons. Well, um, maybe we'll be able to get it done later in the week. Uh, let's promise that week we can probably get it recorded. It's not going to happen immediately after. Unless we do a Facebook Live, which we could do a Facebook Live from the event, depending on where we are um, in the park. That's potentially could happen. But we're we're so. not going to do a podcast recording then. Let's just, <laughs> we're, we're going to, you know, just call a spade a spade. I don't, Lynn uh. doesn't sleep. So for her, that's nothing. I'm a sleeper. So I need my eight to 10 hours of sleep a night to be social. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, no, we, we just don't want to set ourselves up for that. That will not be good. And she doesn't drink coffee either. She drinks Mountain Dew. So that's her caffeine so, of choice. Soda is my caffeine. That is my life's blood. Yes. Mountain Dew is my first choice. Absolutely. And I actually don't drink caffeine. I generally don't eat caffeine. I mean, I you love eat, chocolate. You eat so chocolate. Caffeine and chocolate. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's not really a lot in there. So, mm-hmm. um, no, it's true. There's not. There's actually way more in tea than there is chocolate. And you drink um, tea? Very rarely. I drink tea when I don't feel good or when I need to make sure that I'm going to stay awake. Like when we're <laughs> like driving we're to Florida. <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning and I didn't fall asleep the night before. Yeah. yeah That's my exactly. biggest problem is being able to fall asleep at night. So. Yeah, she doesn't sleep. I'm a sleeper. So, yeah. I wouldn't mind being a sleeper. (laughs) There are some times I wouldn't mind sleeping a little less and being able to survive and be civil, but it's just not. It is what it is. Been this way a long time. It's probably not going to change. Probably not. Okay. So, I think we have probably covered everything we wanted to cover on this. So, if you are interested in the... um, the Halloween after hours event, the Boobash, there may still be some times that are available. Reach out to your Coasters and Castles Travel Vacation Specialist and we can see about that. And then if you're interested in the very merriest after hours, then let us know. We will see what we can do about that and help you get those tickets as well. So we do want to, again, thank you for those likes, shares, and subscriptions. And please, please, please give us a nice little rating on Apple Podcasts if that's how you're listening to us. And uh, and also share the podcast with your friends. We would yes. love that. If you're enjoying the podcast, maybe you know people who will also enjoy it. We would appreciate you sharing it with. Definitely. So we do wish you all a great night and we'll talk to you next week. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasters and Castles Travel is here to make your dreams And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, 
remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on social media. We're under Main Street to the World on both Facebook and Instagram. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. And this sucks. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast your gateway to the wonders of travel. We, we hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. April, Whitney, and I certainly thank you for listening today. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street to the World to share your thoughts, experiences, and suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to Main Street to the World. Until next time, keep exploring, keep adventuring, and keep making memories all around this incredible planet of ours. Safe travels, all!